Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamek Bertol is your host. Thank you so kindly for being here on the show with me. We have early gutters here. Alistair Waters says, hi, everyone. Hello, my wonderful Alistair. Robert Davin says, hello, Bridge. And Bridge is here, she says. Hi, everyone. Feel better, AVQ. And you know Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. Yvette. Como estas, mi amiga, the UPS, our union activists on the ground. Welcome aboard. And of course, lastly, but not least, until more people come in, where are you guys? Please remember, if you are already on YouTube, give us that thumbs up. If you're already on Facebook, give us that like. If you're already on Twitch, go ahead and follow me. If you are already on uh, Twitter, please go ahead and follow Egberto Willis at Egberto Willis on Twitter. I need to get those Twitter accounts up. And I have a favor from all of you guys. You see how we're doing this live here? I want to open another live channel. I want to open a live channel on TikTok, but I need to get a thousand people to click follow Egberto Willis on, on TikTok. So por favor, please go to TikTok and follow Egberto Willis at TikTok. I need your assist and I'm gonna put the link in there in a little bit. But anyhow, anyhow, how are you guys doing? AVQ, the first, my first question right now for all of us folks is how is our wonderful AVQ doing today? AVQ, speak up. How are you doing today? We want to know your status like right now um how are you doing avq i mean i'm sorry to hear that you've been under the weather and we sure miss your initial commentaries but we know that they are coming so uh they are rather we should say we know that they will be back so uh hang tight get well we need you more than you know we need all our progressives out there right so we just want to check up and make sure that our brother is doing fine avq says can't even lie down for a minute eh <laughs> what can I say? Bruce Pollard says, sharing now. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that like button, Paul Fleming. Welcome aboard, Brother Paul from Atlanta. Como esta usted también, hermano? Let's see who else is here. Uh, okay, here we go. There's the link to here. Let's see. That is that my link? Is that my link? Yep, that's my link. So there is my link there, folks. Come on in, come on in. Hey. Anyway, folks, um, let's let's go ahead and uh, tell you guys one quick little story. Uh, I, I want you to click that link that I just put, www.tiktok.com slash at Egberto. Hey, Alistair just followed me on TikTok. Thank you very much. And please, I need you guys to uh, jump on TikTok Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Hey, I want to do my book real quick video, just a short one here, so that I can get something done that I didn't get done. Hold one second and I'll be right back. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to do a video. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you our beautiful Alistair Waters with that cup. Look at that cup. She got the cup. She got the cup. So as it turns out, uh, if you'll do it, I'm trying to buy some time here, folks. I'm trying to get, get something here in the video, and that's what I'm doing. 
That's what I'm doing. I'm buying some time. I'm buying some time. I'm buying some time. I'm buying some time. Okay. Time has been bought. And now we can actually go ahead and get busy with what we need to get busy. Okay, vamonos, 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 vamonos. Where was I? Where was I? I have to get the video all set together now, all set together. You know, when, when you're in different spaces, you have to make allotments. Anyhow, what are we? Where are we now? Where are we now? Paul Fleming, hit that like button. Bridge MCP is laughing out loudly. Paul Fleming is checking in on Facebook. Look, today's show, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, three things, actually. One is... Biden has been taking a lot of flack for saying Putin must go. He took a lot of flack. And I don't think that is justified. Look, I am not going to be apologist for the things that we as Americans... <laughs> Alistair said I'm killing her. Why am I killing you, Alistair? Anyway, uh, I am not going to... I'm not going to be an apologist for the bad things that we as Americans have done overseas but you know that's in the past and ukraine is in the present and what's occurring in ukraine is horrendous lee grant welcome aboard hello all he says what, occur what what's occurring in ukraine is terrible and when brother biden president biden says that we need to get rid of putin i am all with him and it has been painful to watch the mainstream media all cackle and follow Fox News' lead. And I think that causes several problems. I think that causes a whole lot of problems. One, Biden is at his lowest poll numbers in the NBC poll. Not in all polls, but in the NBC poll, he's at the lowest numbers he's ever been for that poll. And you have to ask yourself if that is justified based on today's reality based on us having a lot of people employed, based on us having uh, gotten a whole lot of social programs, even though we have the one for the kids that's, that stopped, done. Okay? It's not justified. But why is it that way? More so than likely, the media following, following, the, following their masters, Fox News, is highly responsible for people that simply don't understand what's going on, that the, that the Republican generic poll is at 46-44, which is really within the, st the, the statistical error, which means it could, be, it could be 46 Democrats, 44 Republicans, it could be 48 Democrats, 44. I mean, it's within the uh, margin of error of the, of the uh, poll. Melanie Keelan, welcome aboard. It's within the margin of error. But we again have got to ask what is the role of the media and on sunday jay johnson came on and whereas all the other people were cackling the standard line it's like they don't have any way of independently thinking while they were all cackling the same old line then hey robert david says as i see it ordered yesterday will be delivered today hope it's half as good how to make america utopia which i enjoyed Oh my God, that touches my heart, Robert Davin. That touches my heart. Folks, please go ahead and get my book. You notice Robert said he loved the, How to Make America Utopia? He's going to love as I see it as well. When he starts to hear about the patents and, and how the patent system works in America and how, how it's really screwed farmers and all of that, even the farmers are going to like the book. 
Anyhow, so Biden was right, folks. Biden was absolutely right on this on this respect. And it was great to see Jay Johnson and what he had to say. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead. If you guys don't have any specific things that you want to talk about up front, you know, normally uh, our brother uh, AVQ would have some stuff that he wants to put in that we'll talk about before. Uh, so I am. Sh I, I, I tell you, if you want me to mention anything before I go into what Jay had to say, I will be more than happy to do it. So I'm going to start the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. I've been taking it easy about the news in the last week, says AVQ. So go ahead. All right, AVQ, thanks for giving me the order to go ahead with the video. So here goes the video, folks. Let me see. What, make sure I get you the right video. Jay Johnson. There we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And the video is on the way. It was great seeing Johnson on Meet the Press because he took a different stance than all the cackling that you hear from the, the mainstream media. It's amazing how one mainstream media outlet picks up the first one to say something to attack President Biden. Everybody then follows and everybody jumps on the same bandwagon. They all say the same things. Well, Johnson came out and he said, you know what about President Biden? President Biden didn't need to apologize or say that he erred when he made that statement about Putin needs to go. You know why? Because Putin needs to go. And for those who are saying, oh, but it's a bad negotiation uh, strategy, etc. Do you think Putin doesn't know that everybody wants him gone? Come on. I mean, grow up, media. Much of the problems that we have in this country is because of the statements that you make that fool the American people to have a different reality and start to adopt the whatever you are parroting, generally speaking, parroting something from neoliberals, parroting something from the right wing, parroting something from the, the wealthy class that generally has nothing to do with the average American citizen. And that's exactly why we are in the state we are today. But listen to this little piece of this week, and then we'll take it on the other side. Comment, the, the ad lib heard around the world, literally, uh, walking it back. Saying it, everybody seems to agree, was not the right thing to say at the moment. But everybody's thinking it. Well, tr true. The, uh, Washington Gap, as we were saying, where you accidentally say what everyone already agrees is is true, but uh, distracting. What are we talking about today? Not the impassioned defense of democracy that the president delivered, but his final nine words where he seemed to be calling for a regime change. Distracting, undisciplined. Uh, and we'll find out whether it is dangerous, whether it is damaging, whether it causes some kind of reaction from Moscow that would not have been coming just as a result of calling Putin a, a butcher mm -hmm. and a war criminal. Quite the walk back. It's quite the walk back. And you have the White House um, really making it very clear that he, that he was not advocating regime change. You had Secretary Blinken come out in Israel also saying that. Mm -hmm. But there's also a sense that this was a window into what President Biden really thinks and feels. This is after he was holding refugee children. This is after he has met with all these people. And this is after he called President Putin a butcher and a dictator. So in some ways, the logical conclusion, uh, apart from, of course, official U.S. policy would be 
the average person thinking, of course, he should not be in power. Mm-hmm. That said, it is distracting, as Susan said, because now the White House and Republicans, you see Rob Portman calling it a mistake and, and others jumping on the idea that he made a gaffe. I'm going to dissent. I'm not sure I would have walked it back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a war criminal. He's slaughtering innocent men, women and children. Uh, he illegally invaded Ukraine and he has got command and control of nuclear weapons. Such a person should not remain in power. So he's lost his legitimacy in your mind. It, it more than lost his yeah. legitimacy. And at most, I would have modified the statement by saying it's not a statement of our policy. It's just simply a statement of fact. Uh, but, you know, let's um, I'd like to see us at some point get to a place where we're not constantly um, disclaiming the line over which we will not cross. Yeah. And he said it, you know, presidents every once in a while do say things that ad lib. Reagan was famous. Evil for empire. This. Right. Which Evil empire. That, guy, that rattled their cages. Um, right? the bombing starts in five minutes. Remember right. that? Yeah. Um, so it was a statement of fact. Virtually everyone agrees. Everyone in the Western world agrees. Somebody finally had the pelotas to say it. And, you know, it's amazing. Chuck Todd started out saying everybody agrees that the president made a gaffe, that the president said something he should not have said. And Jay said, hold on. I don't believe that. And it's amazing. All of them are saying everybody believes that to be the case. But he made a gaffe. Absolutely not. And the the one thing that that irked me is that the White House, so t- uh, people at the White House, Blinken and all the rest, so timidly came to try to clean up the president's mess, right? Because, you know, the president is a guff machine, so we are going to clean up his mess. Well, you know what? This particular mess didn't need cleaning up at all. In fact, you may have damaged the mess a bit by trying to clean it up, because if Putin thinks, oh my God, there is somebody after my head, he would probably act differently. But luckily, guess who did, guess who also dissented to cleaning up his words? Guess who dissented? The president himself. I'm not walking anything back. The fact of the matter is I was expressing the more outrage I felt toward the way Putin is dealing and the actions of this man. Just, just brutality. So the person who runs the country says, I am walking nothing back. The man is a brutal dictator. He does evil, etc., etc., etc. So at this point in time, Biden and the United States has the moral upper hand. But I want to digress and talk a bit about empathy. And I want to talk a bit about atonement. Because let's be clear, the hands of the United States or any major power or any power there is, there are powers there are. It's not clean. Just like President Putin is destroying things he shouldn't destroy, murdering those that he shouldn't murder, just about every single country that I know at some point in time, have done the same and need atonement. So let's be very careful. Let's be very careful in the way we judge Russia, which needs to be judged harshly. But remember, at some point in time, when we, when we have our own 
malaise, if you will, to judge it the same as well. You've heard many of my stories of Panama being invaded, etc. We have to be practical and we have to be on point. And I want to reiterate that, right? Because a lot, a lot of my friends, by the way, welcome aboard, Joe Manson's Markiskowski. I always mess your name up. You're going to knock me out one of these days, Joe. Joe Marcinskowski, I always mess with your name. Um, when we want to know what the Russia people want. What the Russia people want is, at this point, according to polls, if they are to be believed, 80% of Russians justify the war. They want, they are in, well, they don't, they don't even know it's a war. They think it's a, to clean out those anti-Semites, I mean, anti-Semites, anti-Nazi people out of the Ukrainian government. Do we have anti-Nazi, I mean, real Nazis in, in, the, uh, in the Ukrainian government? Hell yes. Look at how the black kids have a problem getting, getting across the border during the war. But Ukraine is no different than the United States when it comes to racism and all these other issues. So I am not going to hold it against the whole country of, race, of, of Ukraine uh, to say, let, them, let Russia beat them up because, you know, they're not, they have the same problems we in the United States have. Oh, wait, they have the same problem in Russia? You know, racism and white supremacy is a, it, it, it's a, it's an entirely Western problem. So we can't put our judgments on that. So what does the Russian people uh, want about Ukraine? My answer to that is, who cares? Ukraine is an independent country. Ukraine is an independent country. Now, uh, if, if Ukraine should be able to do whatever it wants to do as long as it doesn't do something to invade Russia. Now, people ask this question, you know, what would America do when Russia tried to come on to Cuba? We didn't want them here in Cuba. Well, you know, we always had that policy speak... Speak softly and carry a big stick. We also had the Monroe Doctrine. I think it's the Monroe Doctrine. I think it's where this hemisphere belongs to us. I mean, we just did these things, right? Because we could. It's all wrong. And that's why I said we should talk about atonement. We should talk about empathy. And we, you know, look, we have Venezuela sitting on, 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 on more oil than the population needs. And the population is poor. There's a lot of inequities there's a lot of evil on all sides, but there is not moral equivalence on what's going on in Ukrainian where, uh, where they are now bombing cities to smithereens, leaving people without water, etc. When we bombed Iraq, which we did, I remember, and I, I want to I mention this because this is important. I remember when we had uh, the first w Iraq and we were bombing the holy smithereens out of Iraq. And on TV, it was playing like a video game in the United States. In the United States, it was playing like a video game. And you saw bombs flying and you saw the missile trailers in the air. And it was landing and boom, you saw big explosions. It was beautiful colors and all of that. That's what we saw on American TV. I remember the first one, the first one, right? Not, it wasn't Wolf Blitzer. It was a black guy that was at CNN, the main anchor at CNN then. I don't remember his name right now. And I remember, I think he was in a hotel in Baghdad. And he's there talking about, uh, uh, or just talking about this, the war that's going on, right? And I looked at my wife then and I said, behind each one of those explosions that you're seeing are dead bodies. And I'm not talking about dead soldiers. 
I'm talking about dead bodies, people dying behind all of that. Okay? So therefore, my thing was, you know, when we start to look at it in that more manner, pardon, this article is nearly a month old, but even then, that's okay. A lot of good old articles. If you take a look at Medium, you see a lot of my good old stuff getting a lot of coverage at Medium. Um, anyway, um, so folks, I understand uh, the commenter from those who, who have. Look at Lee Grant. Lee Grant says, why do we want to get involved? Back in the day, many leftists were principal fact pacifists. Now they're listening to the drums of war. I am not listening to the drums of war. And I'm as left as you can get, Lee Grant. But I tell you what I am listening to. Tell you what I'm listening to. I love people. And what, what, uh, what Putin is doing when he decimates, uh, uh, what is that name of the city, uh, Runoplia, uh, you know, the, the, the one that is 90% of all buildings are gone according to the news. Or when he drops a bomb in the middle of a, a place where there are a lot of children, it's Maripol, Maripol, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. When he flattens these cities, I care about those people. We should care about those people. Lee Grant, you should care about those people. And if we and we're a world, right? Now, by the way, let me back up. But we should also care about the people in Yemen that we are bombing. We should also care about the people in southern Sudan. We should also care about all of those bad places where the psychopaths are in operation. Remember some things that we talk about here in all the time on this show most people are good no matter what part of the world you are most people are good you go into any neighborhood you go into the ghettos the barrios apalachia you go into the ghettos in panama you go into the nice place most people are good but you always have the psychopaths that becomes the leaders that lead them astray and that is what real powers could do if real powers are good Remember when Carter was in power? Carter did very little as far as negative attacks on anybody else. That's why I love Carter, you know? I really love President Carter. President Carter was uh, what I call a moral man. I mean, and it's not that he was a church dude. Because I'm not into church. I'm a humanist. But he was a good dude that tried to do good all over the world. And after his presidency, he made sure that democrat democratic governments were were you know we tested democratic governments around the world that is what we need robert devon says more civilians were killed in afghanistan than have been killed in ukraine thus far i do not condone evil no matter the nationality even my own i think that's what i'm saying brother robert i i agree 100 percent. the thing about it is afghanistan is now over we've done our killings in afghanistan we have to atone for remember i mentioned that at the end of the program uh, what's active right now is Ukraine. What's active right now is Yemen. What's active right now is all these places that we should be helping to prevent the ungodly death of pe people. Carter is just not moral, but has a lot of empathy. Bridge, you hit the nail on the head. Egberto said that Ukraine is an independent country and can do whatever they want. I wonder if he will say the same about Israel. Yes, I'm, I have to say the same about Israel. Israel can do as it pleases. But again, if Israel starts to do certain things that affects humanity, I will speak on that as well. Saludos, Roberto Luis, mi hermano panameño. ¿Cómo estás? Uh, so yes, I'll speak on that as well, sir. I will speak on that as well. 
Uh, Bruce Pollard says things in the Ukraine are not so simple in the East. No, it's not. It's not. But I'd like to know what you really mean by it's not so simple in the East. Uh... Michael says, I'm surprised that the, even the majority of Russians support the invasion. It was a war of aggression and they've had 40,000 casualties among their troops. About 30, 58% of Russians approve of the invasion of Ukraine, while 23% oppose it. Yeah, and that is because that is how effective false information is. Propaganda, lies, and misinformation. And it's not to be surprising that we say, I am surprised that that's how the Russians are. I am surprised that Americans vote, that 73 million Americans voted for, for, for Trump. An unqualified rapist, an unqualified person like him could become president of the United States. A lot of people really supported him. So we can, when we look at other countries and we say, I can't believe they did that. Sometimes, you know, when, when you had an election between Bush and Clinton or between Bush and Obama or Bush, and, and whether it's a Republican or Democrat that won, it would have been okay to say, well, you know, yeah, they, they, you know, people voted against their own interests because they were kind of snowed. It's okay to say that kind of stuff. And it's, I mean, but it, it falls within the con, the con, uh, the, what is it? The conforms of regular politics. But when you have a country that elects Donald Trump, you have gone into the third world realm. You've gone into the Russian realm of where propaganda was able to put a whole country into what I call some sort of a mania. So that proves, the confines, thank you. That proves that we are not any different from any other country. The same negativities that can happen in, in, in Ukraine, in Russia, in Panama, in, in Jamaica, everywhere where people get misled into doing something stupid, we fall for it here too. We, we, are, we allow ourselves to have a medical system that screws you. A medical system where you are nothing more than a cash cow for wealthy owners of pharmaceutical companies, medical companies, etc. We still we still for, we still allow propaganda. We still allow misinformation to allow us to forget math. That somehow if you have a middleman in healthcare that somehow things can be more efficient. Even though that middleman takes 30%. I mean, you are I mean, America propaganda is much better than even Russia propaganda. Because the fact that Americans still, still, still refuse to go to a single-payer system to, because of how efficient the entire single-payer net, network would be. No, I mean, doctors not running to figure out what insurance company needs to be paid. Insur not an insurance company not being able to tell you what drug you can take, what doctor you can see, all of all these all these complexities removed but if you go ahead and say in america we want a single person too many people to this day still say i want government control in my health care so please 
before we criticize any other country and say, how the hell did they do that? You have to ask Americans, how the hell did you allow uh, private corporations to screw your health care, to screw your energy, to screw every part of your life? And right now, where you want to blame government for inflation, how dare you blame government for inflation when the person that is increasing the prices are those corporations in the private sector? And not only that, they are showing you that they're screwing you by looking at their, 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 their income statement and their balance sheet. When you see it, you see that they've ratcheted up their, 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 their profits. Wait a minute. And you ask, how can those people overseas, how can those third world nations do what they're doing? When you allow private corporations to screw us all? Humility, empathy, and atonement. We need all of that. But more importantly, we need real, truthful information we need us all to be educated because we are no different than those third world folk that we like to call them. By the way, I'm, I'm, I was born in a, what you guys call a third world nation, you know? So please, people, I, I beg you all, share our stuff and let's educate other people because the same disease the rest of people around the world have, we do as well. And we use all kinds of forms to misinform and lie. Robert Davin says, I stand with Ukraine. I stand with Palestine because I stand for American values that our policies fall short of supporting. Man, I couldn't have said it any prettier than that, Robert. That is, that is like, that is a good piece of prose. Excellent. Michael Rennie says, reminds me of us as well in 2003. The American people supported the war in Iraq 72% with 22% opposing. We got lied into war just as the Russians just, oh God, um, you know something? Even though I mentioned Iraq, Michael, I didn't even put it in that context that you just did. And that context that you just put it, the Iraq war is perfect. I got me the... I got me the smartest, um, the smart, smartest audience out here, man. I'm telling you, that was a good one. Joe Marsinskowski says, pacifist, World War II, founder of Pacifica. You know, we are all members of Pacifica. Joe Marsinskowski is a brother of mine from both the Houston Peace and Justice Center and a devoted supporter of not only KPFT, but of Politics Done Right. And we all love you for that, Joe Marcinkowski. We love you for that. You stay, you stay the course. Anyway, folks, one more, more thing. I'm going to play my book one more time. And then I'm going, to, I, I, I'm going to do my ask. Because it's very important that we keep these programs on air. So let's go with the book. Berto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. 
I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, take it to the next level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely so, folks. Absolutely so. And you can get the books. I'm going to put the link in there now. Get the books at politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. But you know where I'm going. That's not all. If you want to support us, go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. If you go to politicsdoneright.com, so you, you can become a part of our channel, uh, you know, for maybe a month or a little bit more than a coffee a month. Press on Patreon. We need Patreon supporters badly. Politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. But of course, the best form to support us is via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. With PayPal, we get a bigger percentage of whatever you put down there. But not only that, but we, um, again, uh, you can give either singly, maybe, you know, say, ah, today I feel like doing this for Politics and Right. Or you can say, I love Politics and Right and I want them to have a continuous stream of income. So therefore, I'll do politicsandright.com slash PayPal and I give a little bit every month. Whatever you choose, would love you, but this is something that we need real bad to continue doing what we're doing. Uh, don't forget, we have a lot of good stuff at our store, new stuff as well. Politicsandright.com slash store. Politicsandright.com slash store. And the all-encompassing way to support us is politicsdoneright.com slash support. That includes places, that, I mean, if you want to use Cash App, if you want to do Zelle, if you want to do Venmo, if you want to do, and all the other ways that I support, just go to politicsdoneright.com slash support and look at all the different options you have to support this program. And I am done doing the ask. Thank you so kindly for listening to this little short break that says, please support Politics Done Right. We need this to stay in business. We are so far behind. Again, we are near fumes. So if at all possible, provide whatever support you can to make sure we can stay alive on air on this cha- on this various channels, which are uh, TikTok. No, well, we're, we're going to do TikTok when you guys get me to 1,000 users. But we're talking about uh, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and a couple others. I don't remember the other places that we go. And then, of course, on Fridays, Thursdays and Fridays, you can hear us on KPFT. Thursdays at 12 and Fridays at 11. Central time, those are. And those two programs are actually on air. And then I do on those days, I have to do two programs. I have to prepare a program for KPFT, and then I got to prepare a program for the, our, our internet channels, etc., etc., etc. So it's hard work, but this is something that we have got to do to make sure 
that we keep, I like to say we gonna, all of us together, we're going to keep America strong, right? We're going to keep, vamos a mantener un, una, una América poderosa. Eso es lo que vamos a hacer. We're going to keep a strong America. Bridge MCP says, Adegberto Willis, you know, you should do the ask at the beginning. It will get more attention. People have a short span. Thank you, Bridge. You know what? I, I And let me ask a question. What I get, I get all mixed up doing this sometimes, right? And I forget a lot sometimes to do my ask. Do you think I should just do a one minute commercial? I, I hate the Asian commercial. A, I have a one minute ad for the book. I need to clean it up because it's not too nice. I'm going to do a better one. And a one minute one for the, the given general. Tell me if you think I'll do that. And then I do that in two different spots. You guys tell me. I, I, you know, this is your show, so you know what's best to do. We got our regulars, and then we have a whole bunch that come in every day and, you know, come in for a while, etc., etc., etc. Anyhow, I got a good video for you. Uh, this one is uh, from, it's been a while that she did it, and I had it on, kind of in repositorio uh, for a while, in a, rep in a repository for a while, because I wanted to see when to put it. Robert Davin says, coming to your Roku device soon also. Love it, Robert. Let me know when you're ready and we'll be there for your in Roku. Uh, Carl Cox says, has repeated a great post chat today. Please read, Egberto. Carl has repeated a great post chat today. Okay, Carl, I'm going to look for your stuff. You know, I like to look, I like to read your stuff, but uh, let's see. Carl, great comment. Carl, let me look for you. Let me see if I find you, Carl. You guys, you guys know that I want to... If you put something in there, I want to call it out. Uh, you know what, Carl? Did you put it in, in YouTube, right? YouTube must have held it. Uh, hello, all. How did the show go yesterday? We had a funeral for my... Oh. My, my most sincere condolences, my brother. My most sincere condolences. Egberto Willis, I think you should do the support for the show first and the books mid-show. Mention books beginning, but don't go into it. Okay. All right, will do. Uh, will do. ABQ says, I think you should create two or three different ads specific to what you want people to check out and then offer on them per day when you have a break between videos and reading out commentary. Okay. Like your advice, guys. I'm going to be taking all of that. Thank you, M. I'll be taking that. I'll take all of that up and I'll create new videos when I get some time. Maywood says, oh my God, so sorry. Uh, my condolences, uh, my friend, but thank you for being here. Um... I want you to listen to Joy on Joyanne Reed here. Um, it, this commentary she did a few weeks ago, I believe, and it, and I was going through to see what videos I was going to do today, and I said, you know, I didn't do this, and there are various reasons I didn't do it. One was a lot of other stuff was being covered that I wanted to cover, but I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Let's talk about something that matters to all of us, especially those of us who are blessed to be parents, our children. In recent years, we've spent a lot of time listening to outraged conservative parents screaming about what masks are doing to their kids. We've heard them complain that Michelle Obama's biography should be banned because it promotes reverse racism or demanding that Mouse, a book about the Holocaust or books about LGBTQ kids be banned because they make them uncomfortable. We've all seen the videos of ragey right-wing parents at school board meetings. No mask mandates. My child, my children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right. That's not happening. And I will bring every 
single gun loaded and ready. To many kids, this content is shocking. Um, it's confusing and it's even disgusting to them. And honestly, I feel like it should be to you too. We're desperately trying to defend our kids from ideologies that seek to divide them rather than unify them. That's why we're fighting CRT and equity practices. Of course, these supposed grassroots efforts, in scare quotes, aren't really grassroots. I mean, they never are. As we've mentioned before on this show, they are driven by Republican strategists, activists, and think tanks, national Republicans devoid of actual ideas, who are looking to get out the Republican vote by feigning deep, deep concern about the kids. We also have to uh, protect people uh, and protect our kids uh, from some very pernicious uh, ideologies that are trying to be forced upon them. I think it's been tragic to really watch what's happened across this country, especially to our children. We've got kiddos now that they don't know life without masks. But, okay, a question. Where is that same energy for these actual dangers to our kids? This is an NBC News special report. Here's Lester Holt. Good day. We're coming on the air from New York uh, with word of a school shooting at an elementary school in Fairfield County, Connecticut. There have apparently been many casualties. Breaking news tonight. It has happened again. Another deadly mass shooting at an American high school, this time in Florida. Tonight from Santa Fe, Texas, it has happened again. Another massacre at an American high school. This country's latest deadly school shooting at a high school north of Detroit. Federal authorities investigating bomb threats made it more than a dozen historically black colleges and universities. All these Republicans who are claiming to be just so concerned about the kids. Ron DeSantis was an incoming freshman congressman when Sandy Hook happened. Where was his concern then? And you know what's tragic, Governor Christie Nome? The kids across the country have no idea what it's like to go to school without the prospect of an active shooter showing up. I, for one, am eagerly awaiting all of your legislative proposals, other than thoughts and prayers, that address this urgent threat to our kids, since you care so much about protecting the children. And I know when you folks want to do something, you do it. Take, for example, these other Republicans who want to trigger the libs. You remember these pictures of Representatives Lauren Boebert and Thomas Massey? How does cosplaying with the weapon of choice of school mass murderers in matching outfits protect the children? I mean, do you leave those firearms just laying around the house where the kids can get to them? And maybe, just maybe, if Republicans cared about the kids, they could muster the courage to pass a new assault weapons ban, just like the one that Joe Biden got passed back in 1994. You know, the assault weapons ban that Republicans allowed to expire. Unfortunately, for actual accountability, parents and kids are they're on their own when it comes to school shootings. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes. Yes, they're all on their own when it comes to when it comes to um, books. When it comes to everything, we want to take it away. We want to take it away. But when it comes to guns, you know, we're a gun-loving country. But, you know, there, there are reasons why. A lot of money in guns. But a friend of mine today, Roberto Lewis, sent me something today. 
and you know I've been debating whether to play it or not. I I don't have. Uh, he, he sent it to me, so I don't know exactly the source other than it was on TikTok, and not only was it on TikTok, but it has a person's label name on TikTok, and I'm a, I'm a bit concerned about playing it, but I want to play a little piece. Well, you know what? Let me think for a second here. I'm not going to play it. Then. Let me tell you why I'm not going to play it. Uh, because I don't know the origin. I know the, I know the person who's talking about it is reputable. But I don't know if the person who posted it to TikTok actually had permission to do it. And I don't want to play it through YouTube and run the risk of getting it pulled down or anything like that. So let me just tell you what it said. It said that the big fear of CRT is not what most people believe that it is per se. That's one of the things that it implies. It implies the following. If you start to learn CRT and you learn things about what went on in the lynchings and if you start to see in all the books that many of us have seen already that shows what all of that looked like and if all Americans got to see it, we would have a different view of each other, right? And it's not a negative view. It's actually a view of atonement it's a view of saying we're not like that anymore. But what happens is that belief that any one group is superior to the other or one, or one particular group is, one, is more violent than another will come to an end. Because right now, if you watch the 5 o'clock news, crime has a certain look. And because the producers in those stations are predisposed to highlight, uh, I don't have a link. He, he sent it to me as a video. So, but I will find a link, Bridge, and I'm going to put it out. Thank you for saying that. But, but, but hear my narrative here. Um, if you look at the news, crime has a certain look. And it makes people predisposed to believe that crime is somehow more prevalent in one place than the other or it has always been this way, etc., etc. And what this video kind of put together in good form is that if you see what violence here in America looked like during lynching, lynching was not an isolated thing. Lynching was a thing where communities... Got, to, got, got together and watched as a sport. Some of these folks were even barbecued. And the most interesting thing about it is there are a lot of old pictures in a lot of these books that if people started to really learn about what happened in this country would see. Notice when DeSantis and all these guys say, we don't want little white kids to feel bad. It's, little white kids are not going to feel bad. Little white kids are going to say, Mom and Dad, why did Grandma and Grandpa do this? Because a lot of their faces are nice, clean, and clear in a lot of these photos. You know? So a lot of reasons... That, I mean, and the thing about it is I think... Remember earlier I spoke about atonement empathy 
truth. If we, if we just have all those things, right, and people get a chance to see the things that we have done as a country and where we are today, they'll say, wow, you know, and then they won't have to look at some group of folk and think those are the violent ones because they are not. There are violence in everything. There's violence in humanity. And that folks like to codify. That folks like to codify violence to hue. It's yet something else done by a plutocracy wanting to control us all. Divide and conquer. But when people see that all people suffer from that same disease, we're able to be led by psychopaths. Some, we ought to often allow psychopaths to pull us down the wrong road. When we learn that, then it will make everyone realize that we're all the same, we all have the propensity to do good, and we, will, we always can do wrong being led by psychopaths. Lee Grant says, it's, is it progressive doctrine to claim that CRT is simply accurate history? I'm not sure what you mean by that, Lee Grant. I honestly don't know what you mean by that. CRT uh, is, I mean, whatever you see, and by the way, CRT is not what's being taught in high school. Let's get that straight, okay? CRT tries to show how uh, racism, systemic racism uh, plays out into the, the, the all the way to the end. In other words, it's not good enough for you to say something like, I am not racist because brother, uh, you know, brother Grant, I don't think you're racist, right? You're not. But that you are not racist and that most people that you know are not racist or not, I don't know that, but let's, let's go under that assumption. It's not the issue. The issue is that the institution of these countries country by design are racist example example if, if, if you don't if you redline a certain part of a community and make loans different in, 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 in those communities you don't have to it doesn't matter that everybody in each of those communities love each other equally the policy that governs that is a racist policy and it has racist implications when you go into a store when I buy a car and this was interesting because it never happened to me because I am a loudmouth. but you go and buy a car these studies have been done a for quite a while mortgages and cars and all of that you under the same scenario you send a black person in or a Latino person in and you send a white person in the white person gets preferential interest rates preferential deals etc and the black person gets a little bit more that they have to pay or the latino gets a little bit more that they have to pay okay that's one transaction but we all love each other we all go out to dinner each other all of us party together but these are things that happen right now let's stop and you say well okay that just that transaction but that transaction has implications the amount of money that was taken out of those people of color that weren't taken out of those white people ultimately means that their growth path to 
wealth accumulation to success is at a bigger a bigger altitude than that possible by those who the system has extracted more money out of because of its design those are the kinds of things that CRT talks about okay and they're real so when we say okay I love I you know we all love each other that's fine but if the institutions themselves have these these biases it doesn't matter how much as a population we love each other someone will the one group will have a, a upwardly bias over the other so teaching that is what CRT is all about but teaching about what our teaching history is what a lot of people want to make CRT into and in doing so lying telling Americans it is something negative and lying people out it is so important for us to understand these 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 issues it's important it's very important uh, masticator said there will come a day when people obsessed with race and judges people based on race will be revealed for what they are disgusting racist but that doesn't help masticator it doesn't help because by the time that's discovered these other people here would have lost all of their well-being Yvette Avery Harris says sending my sincere prayers and condolences to our the loss of our good our, our good friends brother so look um, I, I, I read you and, and we're all with you sir and thank you I tell you we're a family everybody's given our, our brother here um, his word thank you uh, Egberto, if all corporations are incorporating DEI in the ASG initiatives, are the said corporations doing a good thing or a bad thing for equality and climate, etc.? Shouldn't the said corporations be put in your plutocracy? All corporations are in my plutocracy. Is that good enough for you? All corporations are in my plutocracy. Does all corporations do wrong no are some corporations attempting to atone for their implicit design yes do we need to really start breaking corporations and forming more collectives yes if you want to have a, a, a real conversation we can i am seeing my comments chats and other people's chats comments posted carl what happens is if you have certain words in there and it's not controlled by me sometimes it doesn't make it over into my feed I'm so sorry uh, Robert Lewis says give his condolences uh, to you sir uh, let me let me let me continue here bear with me one second uh, let me continue bear with me one second uh, I want to make sure that I get uh, Maywood you're getting a whole lot of condolences and I thank you Alison Water says Carl Cox I don't see the article just the comments yeah we, we, we'll fix that um, I, I, I don't know I, I'll go to see if there's any kind of connection that I can do to fix the comments Carl but if you want it to be seen just if you have any links in there just take out the links and and uh, and put the comment and give us a little short synopsis of it now I know that Facebook is not going to remove any of the links anyhow Look, we're coming up on the end of the show right now. Yes, feel bad for you, may butt prayers to comfort. All right, folks, we got to get out of here. Uh, please remember to go to politicsandright.com support and support our program. Uh, it's your program. 
please go to politics and let me go ahead and get the link again you know i've always have to do that uh there are two links i'm going to post politics support to support the program and also http politics done right let's see politics whoops i spelled that wrong politics done i'm dyslexic.com slash ask egberto politicsandright.com I think I spelled it right politicsdoneright.com slash askegberto please sign up for askegberto the last time we had a thing about 12 people or so we had a great time I want to have more people you don't have to talk but I prefer you to talk you can just come in and be a part Bridge, we didn't see you last last time please be there this time if you can we miss seeing your face Bridge MCP and that will be Saturday at what time Saturday? 11 central 12 noon um ask politicsdoneright.com slash ask egberto alistair waters was there she was in the house maywood says uh doctrine no but it's obviously accurate systematic repression is obvious and it was often specifically aimed at pocs all of that these are all facts you know i mean there it's not even worth debating and tom c as usual thank you so kindly for reminding me to do the Oh, wait a minute. It looked like I must have spelled it wrong. Politic done right. <laughs> I had it wrong. Let me correct that, guys. It's politics done right. That, you see, I told you? It's politicsdoneright.com slash askegberto. Let me make sure that one works now. Does it work? It works. So please, folks, go to politics done. I just put the link in there again politicsdoneright.com slash askegberto please sign up it's free you get to talk we have fun you get to tell me stuff and look from a from a conservative you even want to call call up and say i want to slap egberto around you know you can do that that's what it's all about it's what it's all about i gotta go all right um maywood you have my most sincere condolences uh he's in a better place Lot, that's one of the phrases that we like to use. Uh, whatever the case, he's no longer in pain. Egberto, I'll email you my comment chat. Maybe you can post them. Thank you so kindly, Carl Cox. Anyway, folks, got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.